This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little a person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. You're insecure. Don't know what for. If I were you, I wouldn't like that anymore your dad is lame you are ashamed you do you see the trees clearly jake's the blame Oh no! <laughs> he was getting stung by a lobster at the end. <laughs> what? Yeah, a lobster stung him. Lobsters don't have stingers. I know. Well, that's why that noise came out of him. He was so shocked. That, I think you were just stung by a lobster <laughs> and a scorpion. What the hell was that? Was the, what was my joke or what was that ending? I guess both. <laughs> now I'm doubly confused. <laughs> I was confused by his by his noise, and then more so, I was confused by you describing that noise as someone being stung by a lobster. Enough, actually. All right. You don't have to put two people on blast within the first 30 seconds of that fucking episode. You know what? To be fair, sometimes people deserve to be put on blast. And? I think I think it's a justified it's a justified case of being put on blast. So right now, just to, just to be clear, you're putting not only me on blast, but Rosmarin, Nordji, and Christian from Holland, who submitted that One Direction parody. Makes a lot of sense that they're from Holland. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Because <laughs> I just imagine everyone talks like that in Holland. Uh, I do love that song. You don't know you're beautiful. Listen to the podcast, sure. Is that what he says at the end? Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense. I just don't, like, I think maybe that dude should have let Rosemarine sing the last line of the song. <laughs> Give Nortgia a freaking chance to shine. <laughs>
This is Norge's hour of power. Especially if Norge just was stung by a lobster, I think his Enough. sister. I imagine their brother and I also imagine their brother and sister. Did no, he say anything about they're that? They're Siamese triplets, he says to me. Wow, know. there's just a dead fetus on, yeah. on both of their backs. And <laughs> that's Norge. Oh, dude, I was thinking about um conjoined twins this weekend. Oh, cool. to you about hey, this? this is uh Excuse fi- me. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, if can they masturbate? Yeah. No one's talking about it. Yeah, I know no one's talking no about one's it. No one's talking about it. I think you should take that the lead from everyone else and not talk about it either. I'm just curious. Well, would they conjoined twins could be anything. It could be like conjoined at the hand and then it's mostly two bodies. They could be like a two headed person. What were you about to say? A two headed monster. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's what I'm saying though. If you have if you're like inseparable conjoined twins, uh huh, then um like do do they masturbate? <laughs> Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. It was very clear from your first and question. And I Googled it. And? I was sure I would find an answer, but nothing. I checked Yahoo Answers and Query an AMA request for a conjoined <laughs> twin to be interviewed on Reddit. Hey, there's never been an AMA of conjoined twins on Reddit. There was an AMA request, I think, actually, but um, nobody... It, and it was all it was all jokes. Everybody's joking about the masturbating, and no one's trying to find out any real answers. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of more actual scientific questions about conjoined twins that you should probably get answered before the whole. I know a lot about conjoined twins because I read a lot about them this weekend when I was curious. And um, I know that they have sex less than other people. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> what with them being two the, fused humans? Well, and all. a lot of them uh, compare find like being with their conjoined twin as having found their soulmate. They're, they're like their second part. Oh, like they wouldn't. Is it like one of those things? So where, like, yeah, they don't. We, we don't want to be sex. separated. They don't. They're not as sexual as you know somebody who's like lonely and wants to be with somebody. Right. They have someone. Do they prefer to be conjoined? I I mean it didn't because it's all they know. It's well yeah I didn't say anything about that. See this is why we need that AMA. Yeah. Anyway this is if I were you the only advice I'm podcast. not even halfway done talking about this shit. Holy crap! <laughs> Sorry I'll use it. <laughs> On the internet hosted by us I'm Amir and I'm Jake and. We we are out of time. All right, wow. This I is a we micro episode, yep. five minutes and done. Okay. Uh, so how does it work? People find themselves in difficult places. They email us at ifireyoushow at gmail.com. We read their questions and try to give our advice. Perfect. <laughs> toda, toda, robot. Let's get into it. You know, even when I do well, I really don't appreciate that you're the fucking arbiter. Yeah, that you yeah. Still, you're still you still I, quietly look I, to me I, when, I the end, when you're done talking. I hate that. You know, hate yeah, that that's on you though. Hate, that's on you though. I hate that you trained me to seek your approval. Sorry, dude. Like some sort of uh, sorry. I'm not master. sorry. <laughs> Hashtag sorry, not sorry. <laughs> what an embarrassing thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> worse than being stung by a lobster worse than i'll just leave this here <laughs> oh yeah oh god i'll just leave this here. <laughs> <laughs> what are some embarrassing things to write on on your own facebook wall want <laughs> this period <laughs> <laughs> this all of the this <laughs> no shits were given that gay <laughs> all right should we get a uh, get this party started uh, up in here up in here okay um we are going to be reading real emails from real people but we're going to be giving them fake names to preserve their anonymity so you got a a, a fake name for me and this guy uh-huh chris sharma 
<laughs> right? Pretty specific, but uh, here we go. All right. Chris Sharma writes, hey, guys, love the show. I sent you an email a little while back about a girl who wants to go climbing with me who has a boyfriend. The problem was essentially that I'm super into her. Don't know how to handle going on climbing trips with her. Well, now she's coming on a multi-day climbing excursion with me and some friends, camping, spending the whole day together, and I'll be working on projects so I'll need to be focused on climbing hard. On top of this, she's applying at my work, a rock climbing gear store, so I might have to work with her too. My question is, how should I handle this? I like this girl a lot. She climbs, she's funny, she's smart, and she's a goddamn dime. Should I play it cool and wait in the wings? Should we just be friends? Or should I avoid her until she breaks up with her boyfriend? Some help would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Chris Sharma. This is so funny because I'm really imagining Chris Sharma wrote that email. <laughs> Just this this lean, handsome man. Chris Sharma, for anybody not that doesn't know, I don't know why you wouldn't. Oh, Chris, because... Sharma is, Chris Sharma is uh, one of the best rock climbers in the world. Yeah, I know why people wouldn't know that. So this guy, uh, Chris Sharma, now I'm going on a multi-day rock climbing excursion. <laughs> I work at a gear store. <laughs> no, you don't, Chris Sharma. <laughs> you are a gear store. Uh, it's... Shit. The well, girl... you go rock climbing, even on rock climbing expeditions. Yeah. Is it romantic inherently? Oh, my God. Yeah. Because it's like. It's physical. It's physical. A lot You're of shirtless like... dudes just pumping through uh, rock climbing bouldering yeah, routes. It's like, it's primal, you know? You're like working your way up the wall. Then you also like have people's lives in your hands. Like if he's doing, uh, if he's like sport climbing. Yeah. <laughs> Or trad climbing, then he's like belaying this girl, you know, just she, holding her, holding her, feeling up. her weight. She's belaying him. Yeah, you know? he'd like and to belay her. End of the day, end of the day, you're you're sitting around the campfire. The sun's going down. It's that magic hour. You yeah. crack open a beer, and oh my god, somebody starts playing acoustic guitar. <laughs> you got to go retreat to your tent just to jo, dude. You got to be jno in your tent, my man. Why? Just so you can keep those feelings at bay. <laughs> keep those feelings away. J.A. I say. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is tough. She's smart, funny, a dime, and she climbs. I want her, motherfucker. <laughs> Keep her away. Keep her away from me. Look out, boss, because I boulder a V2. <laughs> Which is the second easiest thing you can boulder. The third easiest. There's a V0 and a V1, <laughs> you son of a bitch. I know. Thank you not to bring it up. Yeah. All right. Easy does it. But climbers love other climbers, right? Like how well you can climb is a huge thing amongst the climbing community. Like a girl who's not that attractive would be extra attractive if she was an awesome climber. Yeah, definitely she would be extra attractive if she was a great climber. Though I'm not sure that like how good you climb is super important. I feel like just how much you love it is what's important. Rock climbers are like a very, very cool uh, group of people. Yeah. They're a little more, they're a little more chill. It's not about like, oh, what can you climb? It's more about like, do you love it? You know? Yeah. (laughs) You have chalk all over your hands, all over the microphone. Good. (laughs) <laughs> it's funny that you chalky lo- hands and a full heart do other you have the like this split personality where it's like half of you loves rock climbing and then the other half of you would like also loves getting wasted and going to like clubs in vegas right the you two th- powders i love are uh are, are ground up uh moon rocks <laughs> just just uh snorting a line off of my kitchen <laughs> counter <laughs> rolling my face off and going to brooklyn bowl or 
Uh, waking up at the crack of dawn, trying to uh, chalk up my hands and hiking into uh, into Red Rocks, <laughs> Yosemite Actually, Valley. When uh, this week or last, this past weekend, when I was in Vegas, it was like the two both of my personalities. Like during the day, I was climbing, and at night, I was just like in a club with my brother. <laughs> yeah, that was your happy zone. <laughs> yeah, I don't so, know. I think since I've been here, I, I've been way more into. Um, the day yeah climbing exercising being healthy it's the la lifestyle it's i think it's it's half la lifestyle and also half living at your parents house lifestyle. <laughs> my mom is pretty pretty uh, epic taskmaster <laughs> you said what did you say lights out at 10 yeah well yeah. i don't have to be i don't have to be asleep mm-hmm. at 10 yeah <laughs> i just have to be in my room with the lights off at 10 i don't actually have a bedtime that's when she be, tucks you in yeah and then like I'm, I really should be asleep by ten thirty or eleven when she comes to check in on me, but sometimes I can fake it unless she listens to my breathing and she's like, "I can tell you're not really asleep. This is fake, fake breath." And then she like she moves the 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 down comforter away from you and she sees that you're actually like holding a bite sized Snicker and you're yeah. like, "Ooh, it's okay because I haven't brushed my teeth yet." And she's like, "Well, dessert was at eight. Now the sugar is going to make it so you're up until 11. Yeah, and I, the other night she slapped me across the face backhanded <laughs> i said I, I left my room at eleven fifteen. i said i'm actually a bit thirsty can i have a spot of water she she actually wound up <laughs> there was like a backswing on this and she 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 borderline punched me in the face she said she slapped the thirst out of you <laughs> <laughs> so if you're hungry for more, I got one more coming. If you're if you really need something else, which wasn't even true because I started weeping and it made me feel very dehydrated. Yeah, you were losing a lot of that salt water, that sodium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this dude, what do you do? You uh, climbing aside because we I'll, we'll talk about climbing all day. You started rock climbing too. Yeah, I really like it. Do you enjoy it? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite part about it? I think uh, getting to the top. Getting, getting to, to the, the top. top of a route feels good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, um, leaving feels good, like putting moisturizer on your blistered ass hands. So your two favorite uh, things about climbing both don't necessarily involve the actual climbing. Right? Oh, no. Climbing Just is the worst part of Being climbing. at the top yeah. and then uh, putting resting, the lotion on your Yeah, hands. resting and leaving and <laughs> lotion. You know what? I think I'm just going to buy a ladder and uh, lotion. Yeah, if you just take a ladder to the top of the wall and there's yeah. lotion up there, that's <laughs> all that you would really be need. ideal. That would be ikeal. Ikeals. Uh So the, I real, the real question is how uh, into this uh, boyfriend is she? If it's a new relationship, I'd say maybe it's it's worth trying to uh, sow some seeds of doubt. If it's like a if it's been going on for a really long time, you can wait it out because it might be almost over. But if it's in like the lovey dovey, super intense, hardcore period. This guy's got nothing to do but wait. Right. I also feel like sowing seeds of doubt sounds um, borderline illegal. <laughs> there ain't it's, nothing illegal about it. Right. It. Just like chipping away. But I, I, I think I, he that, also like, has a better chance if this other guy's not a climber and he is. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's it. Game over. If you cl- just start climbing harder than that dude does, even if he does climb, you become the best. Yeah, if he's a better climber than you, we suggest doing nothing. Yeah, we suggest you uh, lose. Cl- yeah, quit the gear store, yeah. uh, take up a different <laughs> hobby, boss. Tip your tip your king over. This is checkmate. He's got you beat. I will say, I don't think that they're like sowing the seeds of doubt, as you say, isn't necessarily. You can't do it by being like your boyfriend. You know, no, I think just, the, the the right way to do it is just by being yourself. Be great. Yeah, be great in her presence. Yeah, that's all. That's all it is. And then she'll realize that. 
there's somebody better than her boyfriend and then you express interest in her and she's like, wow, the guy that's better than my boyfriend likes me, I'm going to jump ship. That is if you are better than her boyfriend. Right. So first step, be better. find out if you're better than than her boyfriend. If you are, great. (laughs) If you're not, be better. If you become better, then make the move. And if you can't become better, peace out. (laughs) Those are your options, Chris Sharma. But I wouldn't ignore her. Just be your friend. Be there for her. Be cool. Be good in her presence, which you should be doing anyway. Even if you didn't like her, you should just be be good. Yeah. So do that. You can always be thinner. Look better. That's not what I meant by be good, <laughs> but it is correct. <laughs> All right. We need another, we need another name because we're going to answer another question. Alex Honnold. Alex Honnold writes, hey, guys, I got accepted to a scientific PhD scholarship, which will start soon. The workplace is very nice. Good weather, no stress or traffic, and the work environment is friendly. The problem is that I cannot get out of my mind some business ideas I have. So I'm really not focused or motivated for the PhD. But the scholarship will get me a steady income for some years in contrast with the serious risks of starting a business in the middle of an economic crisis. Should I throw myself to the sea and find out if I drown or swim? Love the show. Wish the best for you. Alex Honnold. Wow. Hmm. Honnold. Sticky, sticky, sticky situation. Well, he's got business ideas. Well, yeah. I've got some business <laughs> ideas, actually. <laughs> I'd be down to become a doctor, but on the other hand... I have an idea for a business. <laughs> I actually have a couple ideas for different businesses. <laughs> One of the business ideas is actually pretty dope. <laughs> yeah. So I'm considering doing that instead of becoming a doctor with a steady income with good weather and a friendly work environment. And last time I checked, some businesses actually do pretty damn well. <laughs> you ever heard of a li- little business called Nike? <laughs> yeah. How so, about Starbucks? How it works is people buy shoes and coffee and you get a cut. Yeah. Yeah. So businesses <laughs> don't seem to be too bad of an idea, do they now? In fact, I can't think of a single business that's failed between <laughs> Nike, Starbucks, just glancing over this New York Stock Exchange app that I have. These yeah. are all seemingly pretty Check profitable ideas. GE? That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> Right, okay, right off the bat, this one, Universal. Yeah. They seem to make they, make real bang. And actually, Clear Channel, Clear Channel <laughs> actually has a pretty sizable, <laughs> sizable net worth. Yeah, and I'm looking at a, I'm looking at a steady revenue uh, stream, and uh, yeah. I can imagine these Warner Brothers that started Warner Brothers are uh, pretty. Pretty loaded, I think. I bet they're well off. And to be perfectly honest, my business idea isn't much different than theirs. Yeah, in fact, it's the exact same. I'm going to uh, finance some some big picture blockbusters. Business is risky. Okay, buddy? Being a doctor with a PhD, nice weather, no traffic, and a friendly work environment, that's all, that's all reward, no risk. Yeah. But... <laughs> The heart wants what the heart wants. <laughs> I think you could look at the list and see the pros, uh, which is for your PhD program, only pros. <laughs> yeah. One con being you don't get to work on your business ideas. And then which, you look at your business ideas list and it's all cons. Risky financial crisis, uh, startup money, you know, likelihood of failing. And uh, they're all cons and one pro, which is you get to do what you want. Hmm. But is that one pro worth the cons? Outweighing Here's the thing. The that one con you were talking about, not being able to uh, 
Whoa, excuse me. <laughs> you you were just stung by a lobster. I think. <laughs> that There's one... actually a lobster nest up there. And they've been buzzing about <laughs> these little red bastards. Uh, yeah, there's a little hive yeah, over in the corner. Of lobsters. <laughs> you should try lobster honey. Oh. Shit will change the way you think about uh, lobsters and honey. But shit will check your ego. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, the one con of starting a, uh, going to PhD that you said, which was not having time to uh, start your business, might not even be true. He might be able to start his business while in the PhD program. Oh. Just like, you know, a, a small, bare-bones, skeleton version of the business just to see if it'll succeed. That's and then true. as it starts to succeed, then you can start failing out of school because you've, like, you've brought that uh, lifeboat closer to uh closer to the ship yeah why don't you not get rid of your safety net just just uh you know do the phd work on the business as a side and when it becomes mostly business and then the phd is taking a back seat then it's time to do do all business although it is it is ironic that we are uh, addressing alex honnold here because you know he's a very risky guy he does a lot of solo climbing without a safety net free soloing yeah and the the cons there are uh you're gonna die you know what he still goes for it that's right. Because it's it's what he wants. Fuck it. You know what, man? Go for it. <laughs> what Honnold does is beautiful. <laughs> and I think you should try to climb Half Dome without uh without any gear. <laughs> um yeah, I don't know. If it's almost like uh if you really wanted to do it, you would have done it. Well, yeah. I do th- I think that the the two pieces of advice are either no matter what, if you really feel in your heart of hearts that you've got these great business ideas, then you know what? You should just go for it and try to try to achieve your goals. But there's no reason you have to do it while sacrificing the PhD. But you, if you really feel like you need to do this like all or nothing, then fuck it. Fuck the PhD. Although this show is called If I Were You, what would you do if you were this guy? I would clearly just do the PhD program. Right, and I would not. You would not. That's what happened. I, I was in college. Oh, well, you wouldn't have gotten in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but so imagine so I, you're smart enough to get into a PhD program. Well, um, all right. Well, first of all, fuck you. Excuse Second me. Second of all, let me... Yep, uh-huh, fuck you. <laughs> I want to take this and apply it to myself where um, College Humor was uh-huh. my business idea when I was working... When I was an intern at College Humor. Right. right? Not really your idea, but sure. Right. Oh, the yeah, but like, that's like the of equivalent of my... Of a, like right. a risky... I have no idea what this, this means. This internship could last one semester or right. it could last a year or it could turn into a job, whatever. Uh-huh. No idea, but I knew I liked it. And then on the other side, I was uh, getting a degree in creative writing, which isn't necessarily a PhD. Yeah, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Or at all, actually. Right. But I was getting a college degree, which people say that you should be doing. Yeah, as a quote-unquote safety net, something right. to fall back on. So I was in college, and I had an internship, and I was like, which one do I do? My boss said, you, get to, uh, you can come in and work as many hours as you want whenever you're not in classes. So I said, fuck it. I dropped out of college and I came into College Humor all the time. And look at me now, motherfucker. <laughs> I got a podcast. <laughs> the hardest thing to get. <laughs> Podcasts and Academy Awards are the two trophies you get for being in show business this for as long as you This mic stand I'm holding right now is the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> if I close my eyes and squeeze hard enough, it's a Grammy. But I think that's why I think both uh, – well, I guess maybe not necessarily, but – you're, you stayed in college, got a business degree, and then also went and worked at College Humor. Right. So I guess it is true. If I were you, I would stay in school. And if I were you, I'd drop the fuck out. Mm, there you have it. The little angel and devil uh, sitting on your which shoulder. Which one's which? I'm the angel. Why do you think that it's so good to go to college? How dare you? 
question my morality on this show. Yeah, you think you're angelic because you went to college? No, I just think you're a, a you're a bigot. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm a degenerate because I dropped out? You're the one who thinks lobsters sting people. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> You didn't learn that in your four years of fucking public education? Excuse you. <laughs> um, all right. Next question. Yeah. We need, I think, uh, I'm trying to remember if this is a lady or a dude. Uh, I think it's a guy. So give me a guy's. Adam Andra. Adam Andra? Adam Andra. Adam Andra. Writes. About three weeks ago, my Nana moved in with my mum, and they don't know each other a great deal. It cost my mum thousands of dollars to move my Nana, because she wanted to do it in the easiest possible way for my Nana. My Nana is depressed and shiz, and cries half of... (laughs) Oh my god, I feel bad. (laughs) My Nana is depressed and shiz, and cries half of a normal day, and tells my mum that she, Nana, is a burden and not wanted... Which makes my mum sad and makes her house a hostile place to live. I can't act out at my nana because she is my blood, but nobody is allowed to make my mum sad. What would you do if I were you? Thanks, mama's boy. Oh, no. So this guy's mama took in her, his nana, and his nana is acting mean to his mama, and he doesn't know whether to act... Uh, yell at his nana. What a hard situation. This is a real situation. Yeah. This shit's hard, but you are handling it the absolute wrong way. Why? Because he's getting pissed at his nana. (laughs) You have to look at this from your nana's perspective. Well, wouldn't she be pissed at your nana if she was yelling at your mama? I think I, well, I'd feel bad for everyone. I I don't get pissed. I wouldn't be like, (laughs) hey, grandma. (laughs) Yo. Cram it. Man up, motherfucker. (laughs) Yo, Nana. Nana, you got to nut up. If you're going to live in my mama's house, you check yourself right now. Nobody makes my mom sad. Nana, you got a mana. Yeah, mana up. Nana, Nana. Nana, you got no manas, Nana. Motherfucker. (laughs) Motherfucker never loved us. (laughs) Get some manas, Nana. And while you're at the store, get me a banana, Nana. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't a fan of my Nana. In fact, I'd like a Fanta and a Flanna, Nana. And a bandana, Nana. Go make me a Flanna, a Fontana, and a bandana, Nana. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then we can listen to Shanana and Sh- Arthur Fonzarelli. <laughs> he converted. <laughs> the Hanukkah song, bringing it full circle. It's about time. <laughs> uh, I just think you can't yell at your grandma. You gotta, you're, you're right in your in your um he says i can't act out at my nana cuz she's my blood true yes it's good but like i think you're harboring too much hate and resentment in your heart and you've got you're you're turning it into a hostile place f- to live right now it's a sad place to live yeah so what you need to do is l- recognize the core root of the problem which it sounds like you did but you maybe didn't maybe it's it went over your head your nana feels like a burden to your mother and to you so why don't you do the, your best to make her not feel like a burden which will in turn make her stop crying, which will make your mom happy, which will make your nana happy, which will make you happy. You're so selfish. All this is to make you happy. Well, it makes... All right. <laughs> you <laughs> small little Jew. You, you leprechaun you're more, Jew. You're more Jewish than me. 
I identify very strongly with my mother's side of the family. My Christian faith actually guides me. I'm quite Protestant now that I think about it. Uh, and I'm and I'm tall. No, you you that's good advice. I mean, my advice is not really for him but for everyone else listening to this podcast. You think you're in like a shitty place, you're kind of bored, you're not really doing anything in your life. Think about how much worse it can be. Let's let's take this person and, and treat him as an inspiration. At least you're not living at home with a mean nana who's acting mean to your mama. That's an inescapable situation. And you, well, no, fuck inescapable. You want to know what the real inescapable is? Imagine you're an old nana mm-hmm. living at home with <laughs> as a burden to your daughter and of some resentful prick of a grandson. <laughs> Everybody hates you. You feel like a burden and uh-oh, you are. And you're like, holy shit, why can't I just die? No one's nice to me. Jesus. Well, at least this kid can fucking move out. That's true. Um. All right. So, yeah. in summation, what would you do if you were him? I think you, you, what you what you have to do is be nice to your elders. They're the ones that have been alive for a long time. They've seen a lot of shit. Their whole body is hurt, and they have to deal with uh, being dead very soon. So you just have to be nice to old people all the time. You should definitely be nice to an old person who is your grandmother, who has loved you unconditionally since the day you were born. And I understand you want to protect your mother, but the best way to do that is by making your grandmother happy, not by telling her to fuck off. I totally agree. I couldn't have said it better You were myself. asleep that entire time. I could, yeah. I, you it's one of, those, a, one of those rare occasions where me and Jake pretty much said the same thing, you but in a different way. I had a wet dream just now. <laughs> I watched your penis grow and ejaculate in your jeans. Did we ever look up time-lapse, time-lapse photography of a man having a wet dream? <laughs> no, we, we, have two, we have two things we need to learn more about. Time-lapse photography of guys having wet dreams and uh, conjoined twins masturbating would that not be an amazing visual art uh work of uh guy sleeping in a bed on his back naked that's why we should be fucking artists dude and then and then the the camera is facing down bird's eye view this guy looks like jesus on a goddamn cross all of a sudden seemingly out of nowhere his eyes start convulsing his dick gets hard and it just starts ejaculating. Like I would some volunteer sort of... for that. I would I would volunteer <laughs> to like be part of a study that I just if anybody has uh, access to some kind of laboratory, <laughs> uh, I want to sleep lab. naked. Just give me a third. Uh, 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 what, uh, what are those uh, thermopad mattresses? What are those things? <laughs> Tempur-Pedic. Give me a Tempur-Pedic mattress and uh, and make the room a nice balmy seventy four degrees. I'll sleep naked. I won't for jerk two off weeks, for twelve jerk hours, off, and I will have a wet dream on camera. <laughs> Guaranteed wet dream on camera. I want it. I love. I love thinking about. It. <laughs> I want it. I really want it. I want that. I don't know. When I think about it, I want it. All I want my, my birthday is a wet dream on camera. <laughs> And then if they're out of that, a big booty hoe will suffice. <laughs> when I die, bury me beneath the corner stove. <laughs> All right, it's break time. We got some live shows coming up. We have a live podcast at the UCB Theater in L.A. on January 30th. Advanced tickets are sold out, but if you wait in the standby line, they let a lot of people in. It's first like, come yeah, first serve. a lot of people in. A lot. Right. Like at least three. No, like 70. Oh, yeah, like 70. So come to the standby line. Come one, come all. Well, not all, but at least 70 of you. Please. Then we also have shows in Nashville on Monday, February 17th, and in Charlotte on Tuesday, February 18th. And then 
in Syracuse at Syracuse University on Wednesday, February 19th. I always wanted to visit Syracuse in February. It'll be fun. It's supposedly a lovely, lovely place. Uh, nine nine feet of snow on the ground, uh, maybe three feet of it's ice. It's going to be cold. That. I heard those kids rage, man. Light, lake effect snow. You'll, Just a real blizzard-like environment. You care so much about weather. Mm-hmm. You care so, I'm more than anybody I've ever met. <laughs> you just That's like, all I think about. You care a lot about weather. Yeah. You Why have, is that? I don't know. I don't get it. I don't even like... I've never, ever looked at a forecast. <laughs> you never looked at a forecast. I've, if you're traveling somewhere next week, you would not look at the forecast? I think I've looked at... Maybe I've looked at a forecast like four or five times in my whole life. <laughs> I looked at the forecast 30 times today. I, uh, and wow. the weather in LA is identical every day of the week. There's no need for me to. You, it's just yeah, 76 and partly cloudy. That's You must hate living here in LA. You never have to think about the weather. No, because what I do is I sort of uh, get off to looking at uh, other cities' weathers. Yeah, I checked out fucking Anchorage this week. Yeah. Dude, holy <laughs> shit, I almost... I, I nutted on camera, actually. It's fun to just look at the range like it's a high of 60 one day and then a low of 8 the next oh oof, oof. i use forecastio forecast.io it's a nice little weather app if you guys have any better suggestions do let me know this episode is brought to you by forecastio <laughs> um yeah i don't know any um those are just the three shows that we have lined up yeah well four right because there's three there's charlotte nashville syracuse and then the one in la yeah the big four the big four you guys got to come please <laughs> even if you don't live near charlotte we uh we sort of promised them more than a sellout. Yeah, actually. you got to understand. If you live, you live, you live in Raleigh. You live, you live in Chapel Hill. You're like, oh, I'll wait. I'll wait till they come till, till they come to my town. That might not ever happen. All right, relax. This is one goddamn chance to see us in North Carolina, <laughs> the best city or the best state in the fucking union. North, North Carolina. Carolina. In the, it's in the union. Or I meant, yeah, in America. Okay. Um, also, our billboard is still up. That's an exciting little news. Go check out our billboard. Please, if you live in L.A., Highland, and Santa Monica. Could not get enough pictures of this billboard. That's right. Um, we were talking about what else we can do once this billboard goes down and we have access to billboards for, you know, several hundred dollars. Seems do we like, have, like, continued access to the, to these billboards? I think, like, a big thing has to drop out and then they have to, like, get rid of these billboards at super discount prices. But we know the guy we're in the loop we're in the billboard loop wow we're in his inner we're in his inner billboard circle if you have any funny ideas for a billboard like i don't know it could be a prank like uh just a picture of a streeter if we can find a funny picture of streeter and make that a billboard that could be a funny thing yeah that'd be great yeah or uh somebody's phone number i want to just have a picture of me on the billboard with a sign that says (laughs) i love my mom yeah (laughs) that way she knows yeah did you say you wanted to like put like your like Tinder profile picture up there or something? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I was like a Tinder, a tin, my Tinder profile picture with my zip code, and just and write swipe right, ladies. <laughs> or that would that would be something I can do to you to embarrass you. Yeah, that would be awful. We should do a, have a bet where the loser has to do uh, embarrassing billboard of the other person's choosing. Oh, that's great. Now to think about the stakes. Super Bowl. Wait, no, the stakes are here. Oh, yeah. Now to think about the actual bet. The actual bet. Super Bowl. Uh, Yeah, I think the uh, Seahawks are going to win it all. Right, and I think Denver will. So maybe we should make a bet. Loser has to get a billboard of the other person's choosing. All right, done. Really? Yeah. All right. And the winner, or the loser has to pay for it, too. Okay. So $380 plus an embarrassing billboard. Uh, And I'm rooting for Denver and you're rooting for Seattle. Yeah. Can't wait. (laughs) 
Is this podcast coming out before the Super Bowl? Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> now you guys know who to root for. Now that I, there's no taking it back. Yeah. Which one does Manning play for? <laughs> you truly are the Richard Sherman of billboards. <laughs> um, That's what happens. <laughs> when you mess with greatness, don't come at me with a sorry-ass bet. <laughs> um, all right, last question. Yeah. Yep, need another male climber's name. Jeez Louise, man. I mean, it's a it's a male dominated industry. No, we have to say at least one female climber. All right, female climber, but this is a male writer. Sasha DeJulian. Sasha DeJulian, the male writes. I'm a university student and I've always been taking my class notes on my laptop. This past week, for midterms, I began writing my review notes on a legal pad and highlighting them for review, which worked very well. My friends keep referring to my notes as pretty now, and I can't help but be bothered by that. Is it effeminate to highlight notes? Should I go back to my laptop and not do as well? Thanks. Sasha. Oh, he's going to be really pissed that we gave him a woman's name. (laughs) (laughs) No! Uh, we hate to break it to you, bud. It's very effeminate what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your friends called it pretty. It's borderline I don't womanly. Care. I don't care if it works, if it gives you a better grade and you do, you succeed more in life. You don't want, you don't want to be that guy that Dude, has... That guy, that girl. It's all okay, look, nice. Just go back to the fucking laptop, dude. <laughs> I can't believe you even wrote us in with this... With this trash. This no-brainer. Obviously, yeah. take the C+, plus, but at the very least, your notes are doodly. Did you want did you, did you to ask what to do with the, the feminine highlighter notes? Because I suggest burning them <laughs> so no one ever sees them. Yeah. And I don't know how many friends called them pretty, but you obviously have to, you have to kill them. <laughs> Nobody can know. Nobody can know you did something pretty. <laughs> These friends aren't even insulting him. If if they were insulting them, I can see at least understand his point of view that like he doesn't want to get ridiculed. But all they're saying is that his notes are pretty. Yeah, and he took it. I guess this guy is a closet homosexual who's so afraid of being outed that like or he's trying to yeah he's, just... he's trying to overcompensate this much that uh, calling his notes pretty is making him seriously reconsider his uh what he called sexual identity yeah. <laughs> i think you don't if as long as you are do better you're doing better so that's great <laughs> you, you never apologize for something that makes you better that's beautiful thank you never apologize for something that makes you better <laughs> yeah <laughs> you make me better <laughs> all right i'll never apologize for you thank you um you're my an- best friend <laughs> i know my brother in arms <laughs> Right. My soulmate. That's fine. And my wife. <laughs> no, I'm not. And I won't apologize to anyone for that. <laughs> apologize for the wife part. I think it's an affront to to wives that you call me that. I love you. <laughs> I know. I'm head over heels. <laughs> okay, dude. Enamored, infatuated, <laughs> obsessed, in love. I know. With you. Sir. That's yeah, quite and a... I wrote you a song. Oh my fucking I'm god! Head over heels <laughs> hey, that in is love our episode. You. Thank you so much for I'm everyone. Head over <laughs> heels, obsessed with you too. Um, bad I song. love you so much. Bad song. Do you love me? I don't. I love <laughs> you so much. Please say you love me. Oh, bad. Bad. <laughs> 
It's obviously a work in progress, <laughs> but yeah. that was 99% done. <laughs> I think I might add right. a string accompaniment. So it's not a work in progress. Um, head I don't know, a cello or something. <laughs> I haven't quite nailed it down, but it's gonna be—it's uh, gonna be not pretty. I'll tell you that. <laughs> How dare you! I'm pretty good at guitar, but my friend called my last song pretty. Should I uh, break my guitar and take up a more manly instrument? I'm actually pretty upset about it. <laughs> but then I don't want to be pretty upset because then the word pretty is in it, and I start freaking out even more. I hate the word pretty. <laughs> oh, Merce, get over it. Do good. Get over yourself, boss. Um, all right. That's that's enough. That's our show. Thanks for everybody for uh, who's written in so far. The email address again is if I were you show at gmail.com. If you need advice about something, we will do our best to to guide you out of it. We're also still accepting theme song submissions. Every episode starts and ends with an original theme song written by and performed by and recorded by uh, our talented, talented fans. That's that, right. We do nothing. <laughs> yeah, we do literally nothing. That first one was written by uh, Rosmarin Nordji and Christian from Holland. Can I suggest a band name for them? Yeah. Holland Oats. Nice. Holland Oats. Nice. Holland Oats. Nice. <laughs> Especially if you guys love oats. And uh, this last one is written by a dude named Matt, whose band is called Something Noble. We'll be back once again on Thursday. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace. If I were you, this is what I would do. If I were you, I'd listen to Jake and Amir. That is why they are here to help you through all these situations. To help you through life's hardest problems. Let their voice be a shining light to guide you. Back home when you are lost. Uh, that's it. Another episode in the books. Visit LegalZoom.com to save on your legal needs like wills for $69, LLCs for $99 plus filing fees. Remember, LegalZoom is not a law firm, but does provide self-help services at your specific direction. Obviously, not everyone needs LegalZoom, but if you're in the market for something like that, check them out. And if you can use coupon code Jake or coupon code Amir, it would help us out. Later.